Being a Better Man, Episode 104. All right, guys, welcome to Wednesday. Welcome to Storytime with Alf. Storytime is where I tell a true story from my strange and interesting life. The purpose of the story is not just to entertain you, but also to share with you the lesson or lessons I learned from that story. They might even cause you to reevaluate parts of your life and help you get lessons that you never knew were there. With that being said, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. When I was a kid, there was one particular event that always loomed in the distance. An event that would change my life and bring me a little closer to actually becoming a man. It was something I yearned for. And a day hardly went by that I didn't think about it starting around 10 years old. That event was getting a driver's license. It seemed like when I got a driver's license, I would almost be completely grown up. It represented freedom and maturity. And I would be able to go places with my friends and maybe even go on dates with girls. This was especially true for me because I lived out in the country and my closest friend was two miles away. And for kids in towns or cities, it might not be as big of a deal because everything is within walking distance. And there are city buses you can take and stuff like that. But for us country kids, a car represented a lifeline to the rest of the world. The time to get my license was now close at hand. I was almost 16 years old. I had gone through driver's ed in school and had had my learning permit for around six months. Both my mother and father had taken me out practice driving many times, and I was ready. I could taste it. I had a spot in my wallet all ready to receive the new license, and I would open it up and imagine it being there. Finally, the day came. I woke up on my 16th birthday with only one thought. Today was the day I would get my license. My dad drove me down to the DMV. It was July 29th, 1978. It was a Saturday, so my dad wasn't at work. And after waiting for what seemed like a ridiculously long time, I was finally called up to take the written test, which I crushed. I didn't miss any questions. Then I took the driving test. That was a little more tense. I was driving our 1963 Ford Galaxy, and I was a little nervous about doing something stupid like forgetting a turn signal or not stopping completely, but when we got back, the instructor told me I had passed. I was so excited, and my dad seemed to be proud of me as well, but now we had to wait. In those days, it took a long time with their slow equipment to produce my temporary license. The permanent one would later be sent in the mail. But one reason it took so long is because there were so many people in front of us. My dad got tired of sitting around, and he told me he was going to walk a couple blocks down the road to an auto parts store and look around, and for me to wait there. So my dad took off walking, and I stayed there waiting intently for my name to be called. After a while, I zoned out, and I was drifting off into other thoughts when I heard my name. I jumped out of my chair and ran up to the desk. I think I startled the person who was waiting there. He handed me my temporary license and said, 
congratulations. Gripping my new ticket to freedom tightly in my hand, I wandered out into the sunshine of the parking lot. It was an odd moment, because there I was, holding my heart's desire, and there was no one around to celebrate with. It occurred to me that I could legally drive a car anywhere I wanted to go. The entire world suddenly seemed accessible to me. I walked over to our car. In those days, we never locked our car doors. In fact, we never took the keys out of the ignition. I looked in, and there they were, dangling next to the steering wheel. Something came over me then. I forgot all about my dad. I forgot about everything, really. All I could think of was that here was a car with the keys in it, and in my hand was a piece of paper that made it legal for me to operate this car. The next thing I knew, I was sitting behind the steering wheel. The Galaxy's engine was purring. Suddenly, I was driving out of the parking lot and down the street, almost as though it wasn't a conscious choice to do so. It was more like I was being compelled to drive the car. I had never driven anywhere completely alone, and it was a thrill. And I went up and down streets, through the city. At red lights, I would nod knowingly at my fellow drivers, as though we were all part of the same club now. I got into the next town. And then I got on the freeway, which was very exciting. I was in pure euphoria. I didn't have a care in the world. I was in bliss. At some point, though, the euphoria and bliss started to fade. And then a thought came crashing into my brain that completely eliminated all my good feelings. My dad. Oh, my God. How long had I been gone? I had no idea. I left him stranded. I immediately turned the car back towards the DMV. As I approached the parking lot where I had left, I could see a rigid figure standing in the middle of the lot. It looked like the statue of a man. As I got closer, I could tell it was my father. As I drove by him to park, I could see that he was not smiling. In fact, he looked very angry. I parked and I remained seated. He marched stiffly up to my open window and asked me what the hell was I thinking, driving off without him, leaving him stranded, not knowing where I was, etc., etc. And I heard what he was saying, but it didn't really register. I was looking at the license in my hand. When my dad stopped scolding me to catch his breath, I held it up and said with a huge smile, Look, I got my license. My excitement and happiness was palpable and contagious and was apparently stronger than my dad's need to continue scolding me. He got that look where he's trying really hard to be angry but was failing. He was trying to keep the smile from forcing its way onto his face. My happiness and enthusiasm had won. He went around and sat in the passenger seat and directed me to go home. And after that, it was a good birthday. One of the best. And that's the end of the story. I really wanted to tell it because I like this story and it brings back some great memories. But I didn't know what kind of lessons I could apply to it. I wasn't sure what I had learned from it that would be worth talking about. But I decided to tell it anyway. Then during the telling of it and the reliving of it in my mind, I started to realize a few things. I did learn some lessons from this. 
It was a great example of what I always say now, that the things we focus on expand. I had been focused for a long time on getting my license, and when the time finally came, it was simple. It had been made easy because I was so prepared for it. I got what I wanted because I was focused intently on it. It also reminded me of what a great dad I had. He was on my side, even though I went off and left him. He knew how much this meant to me, and he was proud and happy for me, even though I had made him angry. At the time, I thought his anger had crumbled in the face of my sheer happiness, but looking back, having been a father myself now, I see that wasn't really the case. Being a father myself, I know that it's impossible not to smile when you're faced with the pure delight of your children. When the people we love are happy, truly happy, that is one of the best moments in life for a man. It makes all the sacrifice and difficulty worth it. As a man, when the people we love are overflowing with joy, that is a mission-accomplished moment. This story reminds me of that and what is one of the best things about being a man, and that is experiencing the joy of our loved ones. Now head out into the world and stay focused on the things that matter. Look for joy in the people you love and experience it with them. And if you don't see it, then look for ways to make it happen. And remember, you might bring them joy simply by being a better man today than you were yesterday. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad signing out.